We'd like to thank BetChrisCanada.net for their support of the Hockey Betting Podcast. I'm Brian Blessing in sunny Las Vegas. And I'm Cam Stewart in cold Toronto, Canada. If you love hockey and you're in Canada, and Cam is, by the All-Star break, even if you can't stop thinking about taking a vacation someplace sunny and warm, but you don't want to miss out on any of the hockey action, Look for a Bet Chris near your next holiday destination. Bet Chris is one of the leading sports books in the Western Hemisphere with hundreds of sports betting locations throughout the Caribbean and Latin America. Watch the game at a Bet Chris location. Food and drink specials and VIP lounges are available at many Bet Chris locations. Use the promo code PODCAST when you open your Bet Chris account. Place some bets on your game and collect your cash at the window when the game is over. Bet Chris offers single bets, parlay bets, teasers, and more on pregame and live odds for hockey and all your favorite Canadian and American sports leagues. And Bet Chris offers a variety of team and player props, including futures. Bet Chris offers the best value odds on Canadian and international sports. Use the promo code PODCAST when you open up your account at a Bet Chris location. Deposit $750 or more and get up to a 40% reduced commission on your sports bets, up to minus 106 on single bets and parlay bets. That's the best juice in the biz. So, if you're planning a trip to exotic locations from the Caribbean and Mexico to Peru and almost everywhere in between, the odds are very good. There's a Bet Chris Sportsbook where you're going on holiday. For more information about visiting a Bet Chris location while you're on holiday or to listen to or subscribe to the Hockey Betting Podcast, visit BetChrisCanada.net. That's BetChrisCanada.net. Cam, you're Canadian. When you leave Canada and you're heading south, Use the promo code PODCAST. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast, presented by BetChrisCanada.net. This is the Hockey Team Season Point Total Futures for August 1st, 2019. And now, live from Las Vegas... The host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. It's always fun talking hockey, and it's just always plain old, good-fashioned fun talking with our buddy Cam Stewart. Brian Blessing, glad to be with you. And it's extra special fun when we get to talk about hockey, even though it's the summer, Cam. This is going to be a wild six or seven weeks leading up to training camp. I think this league, the RFAs are slowly going to start to sign now. And then the trades are going to start. So this is going to be a very important uh, stretch of time. I miss hockey already there, Brian. I'll tell you one thing. I wish I was sleeping in a Zamboni or an igloo, man. This summer's been hot, brother. It's been hot. What do you say? Use a ladle, a gravy. Put me in a Mr. Turtle pool with some gravy. I'm telling you, I can't stand the heat. I'd rather be in an ice rink right now. And let's bet the hockey, buddy. Hockey! Buddy, it, maybe it's just semantics. I believe you can sleep on a Zamboni. Yeah. Yeah, good, 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 good point, Brian. Excellent point. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do the Western Conference. We'll we'll go alphabetically. Let's do it. Uh, So we're clearly not starting at the top of the list. We're starting with the Ducks. Anaheim, 80 and a half. Man, did this team get old overnight, and there's a lot of work to be done here. I'll tell you, Brian, it's interesting. A lot of people that I respect kind of think the Ducks are going to go over, and I couldn't be – I'm like, how the hell are these guys going to get 81 points? I think their goaltending is horrible. Gibson's hurt all the time. You talked about it. They got rid of Corey Perry. All their guys. Getzlaff's a great player, but he's an old man, too. We talk about the Sharks, Metamucil, and all-brand geriatric team. Well, the Ducks, yeah. And all their guys, they can't 
fight injuries all the time. The back end, it's okay. They have a couple good players in Cam Fowler. Uh, I just look at this team. I'm, where's the scoring going to come from? Uh, Jakob Silverberg is a very, very, very good player. Other than that, you know, I just look at this Ducks team and I think they're bad. Uh, 80 and a half is a real low total, though, but I'm not sure they're going to get there, Brian. I think their goaltending also is atrocious. They're going to lose a lot of games, and uh, if one of these guys doesn't stay healthy, they're done. Yeah, and the bottom line is the two key guys you mentioned, uh, gets love. He seems to get nicked up yeah, always, and 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 he he's a playoff stud. But the regular season, uh, it's tapering off a bit. And Fowler is an exceptional talent. And you think of the of the wealth of talent that they had on that blue line that is no longer there. When you say Theodore, Botnin, Gardner, and uh, even Gardner, and, and Montour, yeah, Montour underrated is, is gone. Mm-hmm. And and Fowler's a terrific player, but if he looks in the mirror, he gets hurt. (laughs) You said it, man. This team's snake-bitten. And, uh, you know, they have a couple good young players, but it's just not enough for me, Brian. When I look at the Ducks, and also the Western Conference is going to cannibalize itself. So where where are they going to get the points from, right? I I just look at this team. 82, that's ambitious. I think this team might be really bad. What are you thinking, Brian? Like 76, 77 points type of team? Like... I would not go. Is that too low? I wouldn't go near the, this cam, but I'm with you. I would probably. I I would just stay away. From, I I don't I, I don't you know you I don't trust every, them. Every team and every. You know, yeah, no, they're they're a complete pass to are. me. I, the one I do like, uh, I think Arizona, is a team on the come here. Uh, they opened at ninety one and a half. So oh, that's high. And it's down. It's down to eighty nine and a half. Ooh. But here's the thing, Cam. If you sit there, and you and I've had this discussion before, and we think they are a contender to make the playoffs, you know, the seven eight seed kind of thing. Yep. Where we're in agreement, right? They're heading the right way. Well, the cutoff to make the playoffs, bare minimum, bare minimum has been ninety five points. So if, if we think they're contending for the playoffs, they could fall just short and still go over the total. I, you know, Kessel comes in, Steppen, uh, I, I just kind of like a lot of the moves they've made. The Clayton Keller kid. I love Keller. Uh, and, and, you know, if Chitron stays healthy, the defense. And, I, and listen. What's wrong with Ranta and Kemper? That's the thing. I had a disagreement with a guy I, I really respect in the hockey world, too, and he doesn't think their goaltending is good, and I, I'm, I, I agree with you, Brian. I think Darcy Kemper played really, really well since he went over from the Minnesota Wild, and Antti Ranta, when he was even with the Rangers, I go, wow, this guy, is he a backup goalie or a starter? I think, it's, I think they're actually underrated, and they don't get uh, people criticize them, and they shouldn't criticize these guys. They have young talent coming on the team. What was the problem with Arizona? They need to score goals on special teams. You get that guy. Bill Kessel, hey, man, he might like street meat as much as this guy, Brian, with the big boiler. I'll tell you something. In Arizona with these kids, he's going to be motivated on the power play. They're gonna, their special teams is going to in, improve so much this year with that power play. I kind of lean over. If we, can get to, if we can get it into the 80s, Brian, I'm buying what the Coyotes are selling. Oh! I wanted to let you finish. <laughs> uh, yeah, we like we both like Arizona. Calgary, 107 points last year, Cam. Not a lot of respect here from the odds makers. Uh, 96 and a half points. The one thing that happened in the offseason, uh, they signed Redditch, uh, but they bring Lucic in 
they unload Neil. And you know what? I think this is a trade, as goofy as it sounds, that actually helps both teams and maybe both guys. I, I'm not doing a cartwheel about either one of them. They're bad contracts. These guys are long in the tooth. But stylistically, you throw a Lucic in a lineup and you milk it down and you've got Kachuk, you better have your head on a swivel playing Calgary, and there is a ton of skill there. I, I could see some regression, but I got to believe they make the playoffs again, so I'd play over 96 and a half. I agree with you. The, the, the only issue I have from smashing Calgary is big save Dave. You talk about Riddich and uh, things about uh, – they, they pick this guy up, and I'm like, what the hell is going on, Riddich? He's good for a while, but he's so streaky, Brian. Calgary has a goaltending problem. They think this guy's the number one. Well, Dave, you got to do it for a while. You can't just have a couple good games. Mike Smith's now with the Oilers. They did the old switcheroo there. As for Lucic, Brian, me after 100 wings and about 20 beers, I could still probably beat him in a – skating race he, he it's long he's long gone for the fast game of the national hockey league but the point you bring up the intangibles will protect the young stars johnny goudreau he loves punching people in the face and he's also a motivated player maybe instead of going to muskoka and and sucking back beers from a keg he's out at the gym right now working out because these kids are damn fast i'm with you i think calgary they got giordano on the blue line lots of positives I worry about big save Dave. Can he do it all the time? The defense, he, they didn't step up in the playoffs too, Brian. They were a team that they should have rolled past Colorado. It just seems to me, Calgary, they beat the teams they should. But uh, when push comes to shove in a big game, they never win the big one. Cam, offer sheets are never going to happen. And we're blue no. in the face hearing about this. But I would say this. If there was a player that I would target with an offer sheet, because it wouldn't cost me the four first-round draft picks, uh, this Kachuk kid, oh, uh, yeah. he's... He's one of these guys, you, you hate his guts. You want to play with him, You'll though. love him yeah. if he's on your mm -hmm. team. Uh, he, he, he Get on my shoulders, and I, I, I love the kid. No, the thing about Kachuk is, too, not only will he, like, smash you through the boards, he's a fast skater, he's good, he's a team guy. Yeah, no, he'll take a stupid penalty every now and then, Brian, but I'd rather have a player that plays on the edge every night instead of sleepwalking and taking games off. I'm with you. I think Calgary can get there. Maybe th this is a great number by the book. I think they're probably going to get around 97, 98 points, and it's at 96 and a half. All right, let's go to the Blackhawks. And listen, they made a run last year. And as happens in so many sports, you expend so much energy to get right back in it, and then you fall short. 90 and a half, it's down to 89 and a half. Uh, the bottom line is you've got Kane, you've got Taves, but don't sleep on, although I don't know how you survive with $11 million worth of goaltending, but I think Robin Leonard on a one-year show-me deal there, I think the Blackhawks make the playoffs. They get Andrew Shaw back. Uh, there's some decent young talent with the Debrinkit kid. The problem is you got father time on the blue line with Seabrook and Keith. But I, I think Chicago makes the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to be a great over bet, Brian. You talked about it. The, the, the Brinkat, Kane, these guys are going to be scoring goals left, right, and center. I'm with you. Uh, I really worry about the goaltending, too. It was an absolute train wreck last year calling up. They had Colin Delia come up. You know, Crawford's hurt all the time. I love the Leonard signing, though. Look what Leonard did with the New York Islanders. Him, he stood on his head with Thomas Grice. They were the lowest uh, goals against pairing. Now you go to Chicago, a team that has defensive liabilities with a good goaltender. That helps things out. Chicago is not going to have problems scoring goals. I think they can get there too, Brian. If it's anything under 90 points, I take the over with the Blackhawks. They've shown signs. People, don't put a fork in these guys yet. The Blackhawks still got a lot of life. All right, the Colorado Avalanche. Now, I'll tell you this, Cam, in the West, Vegas is built 
to be good for the foreseeable future. And they've got the rivalry with San Jose. But I really, truly believe in the next four years, it's Vegas and Colorado that are going to be bumping heads in the West. That being said, Colorado opened 100 and a half. It's down to 97 and a half. And I'm not betting it. But I would say this to you. I think this team is really good and can be really dangerous in the playoffs. But over the course of a long season, they better mind their P's and Q's and and show up. They'd be really dangerous in the playoffs. But you know what you got now, Cam? You got the weight of expectation. You said it. And, Excellent and, point. and you got Barry's out of there. McCarr is – that was a great month that McCarr had last year. Uh, I, my, my only fear is – don't take it for granted, but they're very well coached. They are very well coached. I also have a lot of questions with Colorado as well. I think it's a little ambitious. You know, you're seeing around 100 points for these guys. I'm with you, Brian. I I, I kind of want to take the under. Vegas loves these guys. The New Jersey books love these guys. Everyone thinks Colorado, you know, this is the next coming. Are they still a couple years away? Also, they rely too heavily on Nathan McKinnon. Other people have to step up. Like JT Comfer had a nice little playoff. Can they do it over time? Eh, questionable. Young guys on the blue line. Yeah, they peaked at the right time. That's what happens in the National Hockey League. Now you got to do it for a full season. And I'll tell you, man, that goaltending, Grubauer, he he was not so great in Washington, good in Colorado. It is a question mark with these guys. Everybody and their mother loves them. I'm not so sure. I think the Avalanche are a very good team. They obviously make the playoffs, but for them to get 100 points is a lot. So I kind of lean under, Brian. And a lot of these teams we've talked about, the Sharps have been betting them under. One team that's going up and I agree with it is Dallas 96 and a half up to 97 and a half throw Pavelski and Perry into the equation Perry would be power play alone maybe could make a contribution Pavelski just knows how to light the lamp offense has been the thing they needed yeah it's a short-term window maybe the bottom line is it's real simple cam if Bishop stays healthy, these guys are dangerous. I agree. Bishop, uh, you know, he's got that tendency to get hurt, uh, play, plays an aggressive style. But, Brian, the backup, uh, Hudobin, is very, very uh, adequate, too, with Dallas. So I think there's a lot of things to like about the Stars. What about the young defensemen, too? Heiskinen, man, they look good. Dallas, their special teams penalty killing was something out of legend when we were watching the playoffs last year. Radulov seems inspired. You talk about it. You bring over Joe Pavelski. That's the thing, too. The thing about the Dallas Stars I like, the regular season stars should be able to get over that total. Come playoff time, they do have a couple aging stars on the front end. But uh, at 96 and a half, I think we can get there with Dallas too, Brian. Very dangerous team, and I would lean to the over. The problem is, Brian, we got a couple overs. Soon we're going to have to take some unders, buddy, and there's a couple teams coming up that uh, I think suck hard. I know, real quick, I, I let's not belabor the point of Dallas. But the other thing is, uh, a real tip of the hat here, and you're betting on the coach too. <laughs> this Montgomery did a really good job. And and don't forget, St. Louis won the cup. They beat uh, Dallas in seven. seven. I know. In overtime. I was on Dallas. I had futures on Dallas too. Before uh, we got on, that one paid more than the St. Louis futures. That's the thing, Brian, about the National Hockey League. It's the only issue I have. And man, you know more than anybody covering the Sabres back in the day. You've been involved in this thing when people didn't even know what the hell hockey was. They don't even know what a sticker puck is. Now they're betting the sport. Let me tell you this. The retreads, it's kind of like an old boys club. You know what I mean? You got that buddy you used to sell insurance with him. He, you know, he can't he can't make a sale, but you kind of bring him back. It's like, hey, you know, we partied in school, man. He, he ran some really nice keg parties. Hey, we got laid at his house when his parents were away. I would rather these guys go to coaches from the American Hockey League 
and upstarts rather than the retreads. A lot of these older guys, you know what I mean? The game has passed them by, and you got to give some of these American Hockey League guys a chance. They do great with their clubs. There's a reason why they're uh, – and they get promoted to the NHL, and they do a fantastic job, Montgomery being a perfect example. For outstanding information and special offerings and promotions, we invite you and encourage you to sign up for our newsletter today simply by going to the website, betchriscanada.net. Talking about a fresh race in Colorado. We're talking about Montgomery. We're talking about an interim coach that won the cup. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's a new voice. It's a fresh voice. Okay, Edmonton, 85 and a half. Ah, I don't know. The the one that it, it is, it's not good for the league that the best player in the world is buried. It's true, but that that's a really low total. Like it um, is, I, and just with him with him alone, I mean, you've got a shot every night with that guy stepping on the ice. You do, McDi- that guy, <laughs> number ninety seven. Yeah, yeah, with McDavid for sure, Brian too. And you know what I mean? I think uh, I, I think Mike Smith's an upgrade from Cam Talbot there. A couple guys on the blue line. Nurse is very good offensively. I wish he was a little bit better defensively. But they got to get some guys to help him. Uh, yeah, you talk about Drysaddle and McDavid, two of the best players in the league with the Oilers. But you know, Ken Holland's come in there. It's going to be a slow process but 85 and a half is low let's remember Edmonton still won some games last year uh, they're a team they have deficiencies but you said it at any type of time McDavid can take a game over if this team if you get into penalty trouble against the Oilers you're dead he's an absolute monster so 85 and a half I think I think we can get there I would actually lean to the over I think they're probably going to be in the high 80s but uh, now we're going to have to take some unders and I'm looking at the rest of the teams Brian going oh god some of these teams uh, look awful to me and you just think of the play for the Oilers. Uh, it's up there. And there, believe me, there have been some cataclysmic deals that have been done. But are you kidding me? Taylor Hall for Adam Larson. And, and he think, think of the <laughs> offense you had there for the next decade. Hey, I mean, hey, is that team? not the dumbest trade you've ever heard of in your life? Honestly, the Oilers were stooges. That some of the deals that they have were the worst deals, horrible contracts. Hey, Ken Holland and his guys, they got to come up and sweep up a dirty mess. But I think, it's a, I, I think they're a team, Brian. It's only going to get better from here. We might even be able to get the over this year. The L.A. Kings, Cam, it is a dog's breakfast. 74 and a half. Dowdy gets his money and disappears. Uh, they are literally, you know, you, you watch them and they pan the bench for the most part. And you know, the guy sits down, slides down the bench, reaches under the <laughs> bench, grabs the Gatorade bottle. Let me tell you something. It ain't water in there. It's Metamucil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Metamucil. I don't know what, Brian, that vodka you fed me when I was up in ba- Buffalo, uh, Rikolov, because they look like they're drunk out there. I'll tell you, the Kings are horrible. 75 points. You're like, hey, that's a very attainable total. Is it? Uh, you said it. No. I think that they're, they're old. The defense is horrible. Don't, uh, uh, the goaltending, Jonathan Quick's getting older. I, I just look at this team. It is an app. They could be the one of the, the, the worst team in the National Hockey League, the LA Kings. Them and Detroit will be battling it out for it. And uh, I, I'm going to – I can't in my right mind bet it over with this team. There's very little things I like about the LA Kings. It's going to be tough too, Brian. You know hockey, unlike the wear and tear of a hockey season, and when you're not good, eventually you're just kind of like, oh, my God. And uh, I think it's going to be like that for the L.A. Kings. They're going to lose a lot of games this year. They're going to get beat down by the likes of Vegas, like teams in, the, in in their geographical region, too. It's just a sad tale that the Kings winning, uh, getting 75 points. I'm not so sure. I'd lean under. Uh, don't sleep on Nashville. 97 and a half. They were my pick to win the I love cup Nashville last year. This year. 
And they, you know, whatever. It, it was, they were just out of sorts. But I will say this. You got to trust Poyle. I like him to go over this total. I do believe, you know, fresh start in, in a short window. I think Subban's going to do good things with New Jersey. But I think in a weird way, it's going to be addition by subtraction there. You bring Duchesne into the equation. And I think this defense is going to be really good again. Ellis, Yossi, Ekholm. And and maybe not relying so much on Subban, I just think tightens things up, and it's it's up there as being one of the best goalie duos and tandems throughout the course for what we're talking about now. Regular season points, you got Rinne or Saros on any given night. I mean, you got a goalie can win you a game. I like Saros better than Rene. I know Rene Rene's getting older. He's had obviously a brilliant career, but I think his time is, uh, you know, in a, next year or two, he's going to be done, Brian, but I love Saros. You said it. As for P.K. Subban, I like the man personally. He's going to help New Jersey. Uh, they need to score some goals, but when I watch him play, what did he do? Too aggressive and a lot of the time got caught up, really got... Uh, it, it, it was basically, when they played the Dallas Stars, it was noticeable, the bad pinches and the mistakes. They don't have to worry about that now. They can play Nashville Predators hockey, very tight defensively. And with Duchesne, now you get the offense. I love this team. Over and over again, I just look at the players on them. I think Nashville... It was kind of like a lesson learned last year. We screwed up in the playoffs. They didn't. Uh, they do need to tighten it up, but I think they're going to get there this year. I think the Nashville Predators are awesome. They're a true cup contender. I think they go over the number. Window remains open for the Sharks, 94 and a half. I think I'm not buying in. I'm not buying well, in. I'm not, no, well, I'm not buying in for them to do anything in the playoffs, but I'm all in on them going over 94 and a half. Uh, you know, Jones and Dell, yeah. they can get you a lot of points, uh, but you get to the playoffs and it becomes really sketchy, but come on, you got Carlson and you got Burns on the, on the blue line, Thomas hurdle, Her, hurdle, Don, or no, Don squeeze out of there. Uh, uh, but the, uh, uh, Couture is, oh, is a oh, stud a machine. Hey, Kano, Timo Meyer. That's who I was thinking. Timo Myers, uh, and the, Le, the LeBlanc kid, by the way, is that not the sketchiest thing you ever seen in your life? This LeBlanc kid, the NHLPA, all the players got to be – you talk about nudge, nudge, wink, wink, nod, nod. That When they get to January 1, this kid's signing like a, a, an extension for six years for, you know, four and a half, five million a year. But he signs a contract for one year or, or for now for a million bucks because they got cap issues. That's as shady as it gets, man. That, that kid's getting an extension on, believe me, at 12 one and 22 seconds on January 1st. This kid's signing a $25 million deal. Yeah, great point, Brian. Yeah, it is. And that's the thing in the, in the cap world today. You know, we got to be shifty. It is shady, but uh, teams are going to find out. Well, it's like the Leafs. Yeah. It's like the Leafs with the LTIR stuff. Oh, yeah, with Clarkson. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Hey, hey, Brian, it's kind of like if you're not cheating, you're not trying, right? It's one of those exactly. things. And this is going to happen in sports all the time. Hell, you're a horse racing guy. You know what goes on there. You'll do anything to win at any cost when money's involved. The San Jose Sharks, yeah, the books have really kind of said, you know, we're not we're we're down on you guys when you're looking at it like a 94 and a half type of thing, Brian. Nah, come on. They're making yeah, the playoffs, yeah, right? They, sh they should. They should make the playoffs. I just you, oh, then you got to go over. I, yes, you do. You go over. I, I really worry about Martin Jones, though. He's one of those guys. If, if, if it continues to go bad, he could be real bad. But you mentioned Dell. Dell Computers is OK as a backup. But yeah, I guess we're going to go over uh, with the Sharks. I'm not going to be betting it, though. That's tough. This is a crazy one. 
Under. It's possible. Under. Well, How are you well do here's it? I, let, let me tell you something, bud. I'm doing my radio show in Vegas last year, and these guys were a dog's breakfast and uh, made all the acquisitions. And as bad as they were, at the time, they maybe were five points out of the playoffs, but they had four games in hand. And I'm going, don't discount the Blues. The blue, the blues can get back in, and I and my buddy Stevie Slapshot were doing it. No, nah, no, they're terrible. And I said, I, I there's just too much talent there. Um, I, I just watch out for them. Well, I in a million years didn't think they were built to do what they did in the playoffs. Now that being said, Cam, Stanley Cup hangover, Bennington gets his money, and I can almost envision. If these guys hear Gloria one more time, they're going to play Russian roulette with five bullets. <laughs> I am going under the total on the Blues, and it is definitely in the realm of possibility they miss the playoffs. How do you get a Laura Bradigan song as your like theme song? Anyway, I, 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 I let let's get down to business here. Blessing the Blues. Ryan Ryan O'Reilly is partying with his 92 year old grandmother. She's got to have more energy than him when she sees the Stanley Cup. I'm with you. This is party time. These guys are up at cottages. They're keg. They're they're having keggers. They're they're having sex with beautiful women. If they're not they're with their wives, I I tell you, it's just going to be a party, and you lose your intensity. We basically talked about it with Alex Ovechkin. He was tied to a Smirnoff bottle for like four months after the cup. So you know what? Give me the under with the Blues, baby. And I'll tell you, they won a lot of tight games. And Brian, hockey's one of those games, as you know, razor thin. And when you get something, think about the energy it took to win the Stanley Cup. These guys are going to be on a holiday for a long time. I'm going to tell you, the Blues are going to struggle to make the playoffs. I'm going to go under. All right. I'm with you. Complete agreement. Vancouver, number's right where it should be. Uh, 88.5. Pedersen's a terrific player. Besser, the problem is... Uh, these guys look cross-eyed at each other. They get hurt. Yeah, Vancouver, you'd want to take the over, but I, I you know what? It's kind of like NFL. We talked about it on some other shows, Brian. You have to factor guys who get hurt, like Dalvin Cooks, into your theories when you're assessing these uh, totals. And Vancouver has too many guys that are fragile on the team. I also question their goaltending. There's a lot of thing about the Canucks. Um, I, I like I like some guys on their team. Brock Besser, you know what I mean? They got They have some good young players on the team, but it's just very fragile. They need to get a lot more physical. I'm not sure if they're going to get the 88, eight and a half points. It's a low total, but I'm going to pass. It's selfish, but for me, over. It's it, no, no, no. For me, Vancouver must miss the playoffs because I want to watch Stanley Cup playoff hockey, not Planet of the Apes. <laughs> that. Jacob Markstrom uh, helmet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is the most jarring thing with the big ears on the side of that face, man. Somebody go and wire a slap shot at that thing and crack it so that he can just wear a plain white. Yeah. It's some drunk ass Sasquatch with gigantism. I don't know what the hell's on the side of that thing, too. With weird ears, is it a troll? I don't know. I don't. It's like, it's like Charleston Heston in a spacesuit out there. I was like, Please, I can't watch it anymore. No, it's you, ugly. You know, it's, it's a, it's a man, bad man. Sl- slap shot, ear save. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you said it, man. I don't know. Like, what, like usually guys get like rock and roll murals and cool stuff. Even a picture <laughs> of your family, and this guy's got like a big ear coming out the side. Yeah, no thanks. I'm going to pass on the Sasquatch. Give me the under. 
Golden Knights open 101 and a half. It's up to 103 and a half. Now, these are numbers I'm talking about from the Superbook. So numbers will be infl- inflated, obviously, here in Vegas. This team's built to be good. Uh, I, in the offseason camp, let me just throw this at you, though. This team did not get better. Uh, they traded Halla, yep. they traded Miller, and they squandered an opportunity uh, with Nikita Gusev, yes. which, life of me, uh, I think George McPhee is rolling the dice on another Forsberg ERAT deal here. Uh, not a good look uh, on that front. That being said, the top six, Marcheseau Smith, Carlson, second line, you know, Pacioretty was a massive underachiever this year. Yep. If he bounced back, but if you, you've got a second line of Stastny, Pacioretty, and Stone, their top six is right up there as good as any team in the league. Defense is solid. You've got Flurry. They ride him way too much. The one thing I would say, and I, and it's a pissed off team, Cam, the way the season ended. So I look for them to come out of the gate of blazing. So I do think the points, overs within reach, I'm staying away from it. It would be over or nothing for me. I like the over. The one thing I would say, there were two, thing, two things that happened last year, Cam, and go to the Blues thing. All right, we're talking about the Stanley Cup hangover. That, that, that applies to the loser, too. So I think there was a Stanley Cup hangover. But the biggest thing, Cam, and that's what I'm saying, Bennington got his money. Drew Doughty got his money, right? Vegas that first year, this was a Disney movie. You know, it's Dorothy and the lion and everybody holding hands yep. and skipping down to the gold, brook, gold brick road. And they're a hockey team now. They got, they got a fork stuck in their eye by the league on a bad call. Sure did. They got a rival. It's a hockey team now. But the big thing that nobody talked about in the first year and nobody wanted to talk about it here in the second year, I said it each and every day. The first year, they were mercenaries. They had 14 guys that were UFAs or RFAs. They were all playing for dough. And most of them got their money, and the majority of them regressed. It's, an, it's, it's a human being thing, and it, it, believe me, it matters. It does matter, Brian. But when I just look at this team, how hard it is to go into Vegas and win, uh, the, the hunger after the bad call against the Sharks, you know, 104 points. I think Vegas is arguably the best team in the National Hockey League. Uh, they're they're going to be absolutely pissed. The stone move was brilliant. He's a perfect fit for their organization. You said it. There's nobody better in their top six. Uh, Fleury can stand on his head when he wants to be, and he's motivated. There's nobody better. Um, I love the Vegas Golden Knights. It's it's a hard number to 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 hang though, Brian. But I still think it goes over. Uh, What's well, inflated? It, it isn't. It sure. is inflated. And I, I know with you and uh, the West uh, the Westgate and people in Vegas, you got to be really careful around that neck of the woods. You might might want to shop offshore uh, if you like the over on Vegas, and you might want to shop locally if you're going to take the under. But I lean to the over. Barely they get there, Brian. I think the Vegas Golden Knights, arguably, they can be the best team of the National Hockey League. They are that damn good. Winnipeg, what the hell is going on there? 96 and a half. It's down to 94 and a half. Uh, just on a flyer, uh, I'll bet Bufflin to win the Norris because the way the roster's structured, he's got to play 44 minutes a night. I'm going to tell you something, Brian. We talk about the Blues. This is going to be my second. They lost their entire this defense. Is going to be the second. This is going to be the team that I'm going to smash to the under. Winnipeg has no defense. Hellebuck, with, with that defense, is going to regress. Buffalo can still be an offensive guy, but... But he can't stay healthy. The way he plays, no knock on him, but the way he plays the game, he's prone to injury. 
They have nobody on defense. Believe me, there's a big deal coming here. And I mean, it could be liney to Montreal. Uh, it, yeah, that makes sense. That's a good call. I mean, I'm telling you right now, as a Sabres fan, all right, they need defense. Give them Ristolainen. Ristolainen sticks out like a sore thumb. If I'm the Sabres, I'm throwing Ristolainen and a prospect or a pick and give me the Connor kid. Where's Ristolainen? He's he is he a Swede or a Finn? He's a he's a Finn. Yeah, you know, and uh, maybe you keep you keep a guy like Lonay around with Ristolainen. You get the old uh, Finnish get along gang, Brian, for the Jets, right? <laughs> so, get along gang. <laughs> <laughs> hockey this time instead of golf. But I'll tell you this: the Jets are not getting to ninety-five points. They are going to regress, and we talk about it. Somebody's got to lead the playoff structure from the West. If Arizona's going to get in, the Jets failed to make the playoffs this year, and Arizona sneaks in. I am on the under. I think this team, I love their offense. I love Shifley. I love Wheeler. I like everything about this team, but you cannot make up for those defensive losses and liabilities. I'm on the under. Keep digging, Jets under. In the West, the division winners, I would probably go Vegas and... I think Dallas is pretty intriguing. Uh, I think Chicago I like and Arizona like are the teams that were at and, 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 and Nashville. Yep. And I'm, you know, uh, I think Dallas, Dallas and Nashville, I, I'm with you. Uh, I do think Arizona and Chicago are the teams that weren't in last year that could get in this year. Yeah, if I'm looking at the at the central division, there's two bets at plus four twenty five, both with Nashville and Dallas. I'm not going to go two fifty on the Avalanche. I see value in both of those teams, and I don't think anybody's going to beat Vegas. So Vegas at even money, I think it's actually a very good bet. The Sharks at four to one aren't going to get it done. Calgary plus four twenty five. No, you got to go with the Vegas Golden Knights. I'm in on Vegas, Brian, and uh, Nashville and Dallas for the divisions. He is our dear friend. He is worth the price of admission. That's because admission is free. Yes, and Brian. that's Cam Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Blessing, Cam Stewart. We love talking fucks, buddy. You've been listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast presented by BetChrisCanada.net. For outstanding information and special offerings and promotions, we invite you and encourage you to sign up for our newsletter today simply by going to the website betchriscanada.net the handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state province to province and country to country using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited the podcast is not associated with nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league association or team This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At BetChrisCanada.net and the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause. And for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling, an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. 
always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.